So Kiawe took the bottle up and dashed it on the floor till he was weary, but it jumped on the floor like a child's ball and was not injured. This is a strange thing, said Kiawe, for by the touch of it, as well as by the look, the bottle should be of glass. Of glass it is, replied the man, sighing more heavily than ever. But the glass of it was tempered in the flames of hell. An imp lives in it and that is the shadow we behold there moving, or so I suppose. If any man buys this bottle, the imp is at his command. All that he desires, love, fame, money, houses like this house, I, or a city like this city, all are his at the word uttered. Napoleon had this bottle, and by it he grew to be the king of the world, but he sold it at the last and fell. Captain Cook had this bottle, and by it he found his way to so many islands, but he too sold it and was slain upon Hawaii. For once it is sold, the power goes and the protection, and unless a man remain content with what he has, ill will befall him. And yet you talk of selling it yourself, Keawe said. I have all I wish, and I am growing elderly, replied the man. There is one thing the imp cannot do, he cannot prolong life, and it would not be fair to conceal from you there is a drawback to the bottle. For if a man die before he sells it, he must burn in hell forever. To be sure, that is a drawback and no mistake, cried Keawe. I would not meddle with the thing. I can do without a house, thank God. But there is one thing I could not be doing with one particle, and that is to be damned. Dear me, you must not run away with things, returned the man. All you have to do is to use the power of the imp in moderation, and then sell it to someone else, as I do to you, and finish your life in comfort. Well, I observe two things, said Keawe. All the time you keep sighing like a maid in love, that is one. And for the other, you sell this bottle very cheap. I have told you already why I sigh, said the man. It is because I fear my health is breaking up, and, as you said yourself, to die and go to the devil is a pity for any one. As for why I sell so cheap, I must explain to you, there is a peculiarity about the bottle. Long ago, when the devil brought it first upon earth, it was extremely expensive and was sold, first of all, to Prester John for many millions of dollars, but it cannot be sold at all unless sold at a loss. If you sell it for as much as you paid for it, back it comes to you again like a homing pigeon. It follows that the price has kept falling in these centuries, and the bottle is now remarkably cheap. I bought it myself from one of my great neighbors on this hill, and the price I paid was ninety dollars. I could sell it for as high as eighty-nine dollars and ninety-nine cents, but not a penny dearer, or back the thing must come to me. Now, about this, there are two bothers. First, when you offer a bottle so singular for eighty-odd dollars, people suppose you to be jesting. And second, but there is no hurry about that, and I need not go into it. Only remember it must be coined money that you sell it for. How am I to know that this is all true? asked Keawe.
"'Some of it you can try at once,' replied the man. "'Give me your fifty dollars, take the bottle, and wish your fifty dollars back into your pocket. "'If that does not happen, I pledge you my honor, I will cry off the bargain and restore your money.' "'You are not deceiving me,' said Keawe. "'The man bound himself with a great oath. "'Well, I will risk that much,' said Keawe, "'for that can do no harm.' and he paid over his money to the man, and the man handed him the bottle. "'Imp of the bottle,' said Keawe. "'I want my fifty dollars back.' And sure enough, he had scarce said the word before his pocket was as heavy as ever. "'To be sure, this is a wonderful bottle,' said Keawe. "'And now good morning to you, my fine fellow, and the devil go with you for me,' said the man. "'Hold on,' said Keawe. I don't want any more of this.